If you've been wondering how you can support more people in your coaching business and move away from just working with people one-to-one, my guess is you've considered starting a group coaching program. If so, this episode of the show is for you. I'm going to be giving you everything you need to know about how to structure your first group coaching program. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow coaching business you love the wholehearted way. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura. I help health, life and spiritual coaches get more clients, generate more income so they can live their most aligned life. And today on the show, we're talking all about how to structure your first group coaching program. So group programs are amazing. They're often a really natural next step after you have ran a one-to-one coaching package, a one-to-one coaching program with a few clients. They're often a really natural step. They're certainly often a step towards scaling your business and I wanted to share some tips for you if you're considering starting one so that you know how to structure it. I've run several group coaching programs over the years. I talked all about that in the episode of the show I did which was behind the scenes of running a coaching program. I'll put the link in the description if you want to check that out and learn a bit more about what some of my coaching programs have looked like both as a health coach and a business coach. But today I want to give you just some really solid tips, a really great place to start when it comes to developing your first group coaching program. So first of all, what is a group coaching program? Basically, it's a way of working with a group of people who share a similar goal or a similar desired outcome. So instead of working with someone one-to-one, you work with a group of people who are all wanting to go in a similar direction. And basically, it's about that power of working with people together and you creating that journey for them, which we're going to get onto, that helps facilitate that shift or that transformation. And they all have a similarish goal. So they're all going in a similar direction and that makes a group program work. A group coaching program can take lots of different formats. And we're going to talk a bit about that as well. But one of the most common features is that it has some kind of live group calls, which help facilitate, again, that transformation, that shift that you want to support people to achieve. So what are some of the benefits of running a group coaching program? There's benefits for you as the coach and also benefits for the participants as well. First of all, for you as a coach, as I said before, this is a great step towards scaling your coaching business. Again, I've done an episode of the show all about scaling. If you want to check that out, do check out the link. I will put that above and also the link in the description if you want to look at more strategies around scaling your business. But doing a group coaching program is often a really good step in that direction. It's a good place to start from going from working from one-to-one to 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 one-to-many. So it's a great idea to explore group coaching program if that's something that you want to look at. And again, scaling's all about breaking that link between your hours, the time that you work and the amount of income that you can make. Obviously you can raise your prices, but you've only got so many hours in the day. And what happens when you scale is that link is broken and you can have, depending on how the group program's set up, you can have more people in that group program paying you money to be supported, which basically increases the profitability of your time versus just working with someone one-to-one. So there's lots of intricacies that go into that. It's not always as simple as that, but that's the theory. So that can be massively beneficial for your coaching business and for the profitability of the business and also for your time and your time freedom and all the things that you might get back from being able to work less and still make as much, if not more money in your business. And when it comes to your clients, there's actually multiple benefits for them as well. Often we see one-to-one coaching as like the pinnacle, the best experience that anyone can get. But actually group coaching is pretty awesome in its own right. When people are group coach, they get access to the other people in the group. And sometimes the benefits of actually just being 
in a group of people who all share a common goal and who are all experiencing similar challenges and overcoming them and sharing some of the stuff that they might have going on, that can actually add a massive amount of value to your program. In some cases, group programs can actually be more valuable because of that than just a one-to-one coaching experience. So group programs can be massively beneficial for your clients as well as you. So when is the right time to consider starting a group coaching program if you're in a coaching business? I tend to think that they work best when you have gained enough experience coaching people one-to-one and that you've also grown your audience and your community to a size where it makes sense that you could fill a group coaching program. And again, we're going to talk about what filling a group coaching program could look like and it all depends on how you want to set this up. But I think that's a really great time to start considering it. It's that, like I say, it's a really great first step towards scaling, towards working with more people. But I think it makes sense to have that bit of confidence first, to have a few one-to-one clients under your belt that you know the kind of journey that people are going on. What you often start to see, and I think this is a really good indicator as well, is if you find that you are telling people the same thing. So you have one-to-one clients and often it's the same process that you're taking people through it's the same thing then that's a really great indicator that a group coaching program will work because you can create a common pathway that is going to support people obviously a group coaching program is less individualized than a one-to-one coaching package but again if you know that most people who you support to get them from a to b to get that transformational shift tend to need this kind of support, tend to need to take these kind of actions, then that's a process that you can replicate for people inside a group coaching program and that can work really well. So let's talk about group coaching program models and the different ways that you can set up your group coaching program. So there's a few different ways that you can approach a group coaching program in terms of the level of support, the pricing, the size of the group. And I tend to see this as high ticket, high touch, and a smaller number of people inside the group program versus a lower price, a lower touch, and a larger number of people inside the group coaching program. So again, there's no hard and fast rules here. And this is about your business and about you discovering what works for you and what it needs to look like for you and your clients. But generally speaking, those are two kind of opposing ends of a scale, if you like, in terms of I'm going to have fewer people in this group. So therefore, they are going to get a higher level of support from me. And therefore, I'm going to charge more versus I'm going to have loads and loads of people in this group coaching program. Because there's loads of people, I can't support them all at a high level. Therefore, the price is going to be lower. So you've got those two things on one end. But again, what is high ticket and what is low ticket is all relative at the end of the day. So that can mean many things to many different coaches, but it's just a good place to start us to think about like, how do I want to approach this? And again, if your coaching business doesn't have a massive audience and a massive community, you might want to go more kind of towards the higher touch end of things, the higher ticket, higher touch, because you might get fewer people into that program, but you can play around with it. And there's no right or wrong. The first time that you launch your group coaching program, if you get just a few people join, then that can be a massive win for you. It's not necessarily about getting hundreds of people in there. So really think about the ways that you enjoy supporting people, the kind of level of support that you think your clients need and will enjoy and will get the most out of and take it from there. Something else to consider when it comes to group coaching models is how your group coaching program will interlink or sit 
within your existing offers or with any other offers that you might want to put out. I think one of the interesting things with group coaching programs is that they can often merge into almost like at the higher end, almost like a mastermind, and at the lower end, almost like just a course. And I think sometimes it's really helpful to define what role does this play? Who is this for? And also make sure this is a real golden rule that I always go on about is that there's a suitable differentiation between your offers. So you might still have your one-to-one offers. I would not necessarily recommend that the group program is just like a lower cost version of your one-to-one offer. There needs to be some differentiation between there, like whether it's a more specific goal for your group program, you know, that you're working on a different set of experiences or transformations or shifts, or that the people are at a different stage. Perhaps the group coaching program is for people who are at an earlier stage, which is the case in my group program. So I currently run a group coaching program called Wholehearted Business. It's a six-month group coaching program for coaches who are relatively new and who want to get the shit together around the marketing. And we take really like 360 look at their business and make sure everything is working for them so that they can get more clients. And that tends to be for newer coaches, but I also have a one-to-one offering that tends to be for people who are perhaps a little bit further on or who really do need that one-to-one level of support and individualized support. So there's different ways to approach it, but I think having that differentiation is really important when it comes to where your coaching program sits around your other offers. And then the next thing that you want to consider when it comes to structuring your coaching program is the journey that you're going to take, the client journey, the shift or the transformation that you want to facilitate with your group coaching program and mapping that out for them. And this comes down to things like what kind of support is going to be offered, what resources and materials might they need access to, how long is the program going to run for? There's lots of different things to consider. And again, I mentioned at the start of the show that I did a chat about my experience is like behind the scenes of running group coaching programs. And in that episode of the show, I talked a lot about how, for me, when I was running group coaching programs as a health coach, they tended to be much shorter than the six month program that I'm running now. And there were certain reasons for that and certain things that I learned. So go and check that out again, if you're not sure about how long it should be. It really depends on lots of different factors, but you really want to be thinking about, okay, so what is the journey I'm going to take these people on? I often think about this as the A to B method. I think I've talked about this in quite a few episodes of the show before but the A to B method is really simple it's basically saying this is your person point A is the person as they are now it's the way that they're experiencing life it's the things that they might be struggling with the problems that they have the aspirations that they have and then you want to think about point B which is where you want to get them to afterwards and then you think about how they're experiencing life what's changed for them how was that shift impacting their life And basically, you want to create the bridge from A to B. Your group program is the bridge. What is it that they need to learn? What is it that they need to action? What is it they need to discover about themselves? What mindset shifts do they need to undertake to get from A to B? And that is essentially your program. So think about what you need to give people to help facilitate that transformation. And that is going to help you structure the resources, the time that you're going to work with people, all of that stuff is going to be helped by going through that really simple process. You also want to think about whether or not there's going to be any additional kind of support. So often in group coaching programs, you will find group coaching calls. There's often some kinds of training or resources, but it might be that you want to offer other things. So in Wholehearted Business, I offer Voxer support for my clients so they can Voxer me whenever they want, basically, and I will reply in my working hours and that works really well. I also have like discounts on one-to-one calls. I often offer a bonus one-to-one call as well when they first sign up. So you can add in other things. You 
can create this hybrid kind of version of it. And again, wholehearted business, people have got the option to re- stay in at the end of the six months. So in my case, it kind of becomes just like a slight membership hybrid in some ways. So there's lots of different ways to approach it. Really think creatively about the way that you want to support people in your group coaching program. What is going to help them take action and actually get results? Another thing that comes into the structure of the program is how you're actually going to launch it and run it. So with group programs, there tends to be two different models. Either you run with a single cohort at the same time, or you have almost like a rolling kind of cohort enrollment. So basically, either you enroll for the group program, you have a bunch of people join and you deliver the program over the length of time with the same people at once. Or you can enroll people individually. And then for example, if it's a, let's say it's a two month group program, their two months starts when they start and that ends, but you might have some people in the group who only have three weeks left it's going to be different so that's another thing to consider because that's going to play into how you might want to structure the calls the resources and things like that and again there's no right or wrong here it's really about what is going to work for you and your business again I've just launched a new program called create your aligned offer part of which we dive into all of this stuff like what's actually going to work for you in terms of the delivery of some of your offers I'll put a link to that in the description as well if you want to check that out and that really helps you really think about, okay, this is the way that I want to live my life. And therefore I don't want to be doing massive launches all the time. So I'm going to have a a rolling enrollment. There's different ways that you can approach it. And as I've said before, a core part of running a group coaching program is running some group coaching calls. And if you're brand new to running groups, it is a bit of a learning curve. It's something different. It's not the same as just being there with one person on Zoom. You now have a group of people on Zoom and you need to be able to support that group and facilitate that group and get maximum engagement. So it is sometimes a bit of a new thing and it is a bit of a learning curve, but I find that having either having themes for the calls, so that can be really helpful, especially perhaps if you are running like a single cohort at a time, the first couple of calls perhaps having themes so that there's talking points, there's questions that you're going to ask people to get people engaged and get people talking and get people comfortable with each other. That can be one good way to approach it. You can also have a set of questions that you always ask ask in your coaching calls just to get the conversation started. I always ask, share a win, share a challenge or share a question. Those are often really good things just to get people talking. You might also want to run if you're, if you have a larger cohort of people in your group coaching program, you might want to have a hot seat. So this is if you have lots and lots of people where you couldn't possibly get around every single person in every single group coaching call, it might be that you have a revolving hot seat so that in each call, perhaps three, four, five, six people will get to sit in the hot seat and be coached by you. That's still valuable to the other participants because they get to see how you coach. They get to hear the issues that the other person has who's in the hot seat. And that can also work really well when it comes to just that kind of delivery of those group coaching calls, those group coaching sessions, because like I say, it is a bit different to just doing a one-to-one call. And then finally, another thing that you really want to think about when you run a group coaching program is how you can encourage engagement in the program. Now, often this is where people get a bit stuck is that they might engage for so long and they might start dropping off and not actually taking action. We want people, it doesn't matter that they've paid, like we we really want them to get results. That's not just good for them, it's good for our business. We want people to follow through and get results and we need to set them up for success for that. So there's lots of different ways that you can do that. It might be about the level of support, it might be the length of time, it might be that you need to make things really accessible for them. What I often say to a lot of my clients who are health and life coaches is to remember that their clients are just 
the people out there, they're not in the coaching industry. They don't know about all of these tech platforms that we use, these course platforms where you have to log in for things. Make it really simple. Like one of my clients, she had a program and she was finding that people just weren't clicking the link to log in to view the content that she was giving them that they'd paid for in the program. But what happened was when she took that barrier away of having people to have to click out of the email and log in and just gave them something they could click straight in the email and watch the thing, that massively increased engagement. And that means that people will get better results, which means that your business will do better because it's all about how can we get people results. So that's something really important to think about. How can you make things really simple, really accessible for your people, particularly if you're business to consumer coach, because that's going to increase engagement. That's going to make sure that people follow through and take action. And again, it might be that you run your group program like for one round is like almost like a beta version to see what happens, to get all of that learning, to discover what needs to be in place to help people take action. That's a really good way of approaching it is to have that first round so that you can see what works and what doesn't but you want people to be engaging also when it comes to having the group coaching calls you want to be thinking about okay am I running these at times that are convenient now obviously the most important thing is that it has to work for you I'm not a big fan of you having to squeeze calls in when it's like dinner time and you've got your family going crazy and it's just that really busy time of day I don't necessarily think that works either But you need to find a balance between what is going to work for your people, what time is going to encourage the maximum participation and what time is going to work for you. And also, if you're working with people internationally, you want to think about time zones as well. That can get a little bit tricky. You can't like meet everyone's needs. But if you really do think about what's the best way to serve these people, then that is really going to be helpful. So there you have it. There is a quick run through of how to structure a group coaching program. So I'd love to know if that's been useful. We've covered lots of stuff there in terms of how you might want to structure the program, the client journey you want to take people on, things to think about and consider, why doing a group coaching program is a really good idea, all of those things. Please let me know if that has been useful. That is just a no fluff version of what you need to know if you are thinking about running a group coaching program. Let me know if you decide to run one. Let me know, pop me a DM on Instagram. at wholeheartedly laura if you are listening on the podcast please leave me a review that would be amazing thank you so much and i will be back next week with some more tips for your coaching business to help you and your business thrive have an awesome week guys i will see you later take care bye